You're in business because you have an idea, a spark, a passion, and it's your gift. It's the one that you have and you're bringing it to the world. I know it isn't easy and it requires commitment. You have to learn both the mechanics and leave room for the magic every day in your business. And I'm here for you to help you make a profit. I'm Don Kennedy, your host of the Profit Accelerator Podcast. I'm an attorney, author, mentor, and CEO of a growing coffee company. I'm in this with you every single day. Thanks for joining me on the show that looks at all aspects of business from the mindset to the sales to the money left over at the end of the month with tips and strategies to help you navigate this amazing ride called entrepreneurship. Thanks for making us part of your journey. And welcome to this episode of the Profit Accelerator Podcast. So excited to invite back on my dear friend, Maureen Miller, the marketing junkie, because we're going to talk all things brand voice, brand management. It is an incredible area that I think sometimes we do once and we never look back on again. I know I'm guilty of this. And every now and then we have to go back and look at what we're putting out into the world as far as our business is concerned. Marie, thank you so much for joining me again. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to share. So tell us once again who you are and who you serve. Absolutely. Thank you. Uh, My name is Marie Miller. I have been in the marketing industry for 20 plus years. I have held positions from intern all the way through new business development and now business owner. So I have perspective for any startup business because I know all the different things that you have to be concerned about. Uh, But my business is called The Marketing Junkie. Fun fact, my maiden name is Junk. So that's where the name kind of comes from. And my my main concentration now is to help businesses of any size hone in on their brand strategy, brand voice, their plans, and then to develop the tools that support that plan. I love it. So you and I first met several years ago at a service club, and we've been working together since. And, you know, you did the branding for Entree Money Coach when I first came on, and you've also done the logo and a little bit of the branding for Convo and Coffee Roasters. We have a little more to do. Branding is really something that you have been hired by many people to do. Talk to me about what that entails and what is a brand voice? There are a lot of elements when it comes to determining and developing a brand. Um, Brand voice is a big part of it and brand identity is another part. Um, A tricky third part is the brand management plan, um, which we will dive into as we we chit chat here. But a, a brand, first and foremost, is the visual representation of the business that you own or are marketing. So it is what people see. It is the, you know, there's color theory that can get brought into this. So what colors do you use? What fonts do you use? What emotion does that convey? So I'm going to use an example of like a service-based industry business insurance. So if if I own Marie's insurance company, I'm probably not going to use super heavy, trendy fonts that may be hard to read or that are that are a flash in the pan. I'm probably going to stay tried and true because those fonts and those color choices that are made inadvertently 
provide comfort and confidence in the business that you're representing. So every choice that you make in developing your brand will affect how the end consumer, the end user sees you. Um, Brand voice, it's basically the words that you choose to use. So when I work with businesses to develop brand voice guides, what we do is we sit down and say, okay, what are the top five words that you would use to describe you? What are the top five words that you would use to describe your business? What are the top five words that customers would choose to describe your business. And you know what? Sometimes we've got to pull the customer to see what those are because what we feel is right and what they perceive may be different. And we kind of evaluate those words and then determine, okay, well, what, what's our communication vibe? Do we, are we, do we use slang? Are we approachable? Are we staunch and factual and strictly editorial? Do we use emoji in our social media posts? What kind of hashtags are appropriate? What is our response when there is positive communication? What is our response when there's negative communication? All those pieces are an important part of that brand voice guide. Yeah, you and I have sat down and looked at this, uh, at least on one of my businesses for an in-depth. And I remember thinking when you were asking me all these questions, like, what are you doing? I just need a logo and a color scheme. What? I know. I hate that. I kind of feel like a therapist sometimes, you know, if anybody has, has seen a counselor in any time in their life, you they ask a, answer a question with another question. I feel like marketing is kind of the same way because you're going to say, well, I need to do this logo. What do you think about it? Well, let me ask you, what are your top five favorite things to do? What are, what, what are the top five things your business does? And how do they solve issues for the customer? Because creative minds pull ideas out of the most strange and bizarre places and they work, they stick because we learn our customer. Um, the marketing junkie team at, at our office, we take a lot of time to, to learn the specific customer, to learn what they like and don't like and what their business represents, because that's what we're trying to convey online. That's what we're trying to convey on social or print pieces or billboards or newspaper. That is so important. And this gets us right into this idea of a brand management plan. So much work goes into developing this identity, making sure it's authentic, making sure that it's conveying what it's meant to convey and that the business is standing on this reputation out there in the marketplace that people can rely on with confidence that they're going to be doing business with the exact same entity over and over and over. I think one of the biggest things about a brand is that there's a confidence that when you go back and do business a second time or a third time, it's consistent. Exactly. Consistency is so important. If I, from a consumer standpoint, if I visit a restaurant and I have a positive experience, but I share my positive experience and tag the business online. And maybe the person is snarky or rude to me in my praise. That's a disconnect because I had a positive experience, but now I'm having a negative experience online. Are you who you are online and offline? And that's where the brand voice comes in because when you have a, maybe you've got a a sales team or you're a retail and you've got part-time workers that kind of come in and come out. It's important that everybody that works at the business 
in any way that's touching or representing the brand in any way, know what those core values are, know what that voice is and, and can back it up. And, and it's an important part of maintaining that customer like no trust. And if, if you don't have that like no trust, you don't have customers that will come back and, and patronize your store. The biggest thing about staying in business for any length of time is going to be that reordering or that that purchasing over and over again by a group of people who want to do business with you. It's very, very difficult to be in a business where you have to find a new customer consistently and over and over. You want to have that core of fanatics that want to do business with you. So yeah, let's dive into a brand management plan. Why does every business need one? And what does that do for this consistency? So a brand management plan actually does several things. If you're a nonprofit or if you have a board of advisors or if you are a mom and pop startup, the reason you would have a a business management plan is to identify who's managing your brand online. So who has access to that Facebook page? Who has the ability to update websites? What are their roles and responsibilities, right? Because we know that as entrepreneurs, sometimes we can't do it all and we've got to tap some people in to take care of certain things. Well, if these people are one-time workers or part-time, they may not necessarily be as in tune with the brand. So they've got a guideline that they can follow as well. On, on how to be online, how to how to respond. Um, when I develop brand management plans, I have the the dashboard of who's doing what, how to get a hold of them. Because you know we live in a, a an age of remote working. The person that um, maybe managing your social media may be in Wisconsin, and your office may be in Florida. So how do you get a hold of them? What platforms are we on? So maybe. Marie's insurance company is on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram. And here's the username and here's the password. And here's again, who all has access to it. And here's the vibe that we have on this platform. So for Facebook, our goal is to identify um, and engage with our customer. And Instagram, we're showing how cool it is to work here. On LinkedIn, we're appealing to other professionals. So each one of these platforms has their own initiative. We talk about goals in this brand management plan, which breaks it down to social platform. We talk about measurables. So in this plan, okay, it's great to be on social, but what are you going to do? What is your what is your goal? What is your objective? What is your plan? And how are you going to tell that it's working? So the brand management plan really needs to include um, how often you're going to pull analytics and see how your your initiatives are moving forward. And then after the measurement side of things, you know, you can go in. Um, sometimes it just depends on if this exists for a customer or not. But there are times where I'll mix a brand standard in with a brand management plan. And before you ask, a brand standards document is the document that has all of your logos, proper usage, all of your colors that you need for offset printing and online and embroidery. It can go as far as picking thread color. So whoever is handling your marketing can know what colors to tell the embroiderer. So if you have aprons or t-shirts or whatever, it's literally the, the Bible for your business. It is 
what you should look like, how you should sound and how you, what your goals are and how you're going to measure it. Yeah, this is so intensive. I, I'm going to tell you the analogy that first popped in my head when you started talking about this was the babysitter gets this thing that says this is when they get fed and this is how much formula they get. And Tuesdays is when they go to soccer and Thursdays is when they go to dance class, right? And you have this, this is our baby. And this is how we take care of the baby. Because I think in some ways it is just as precious to take care of your business that way. And I know the analogy is probably ridiculous, but it's the first thing I had is this, this kind of this map of this is our entity. This is our baby. And this one thing has to be cared for by all these different people in a very similar, same way to make sure it's being nurtured properly. Exactly. And, and in this brand management plan, depending on how far the brand is developed, you can even put in uh, samples of what good design looks like so people know, oh, I need to stick around this. Because as a, as a marketing professional, I know that my dream is to create your brand, tell you how to use your brand, and then also continue on and help you create those marketing pieces to meet those goals. But sometimes people just use me for strategy. And sometimes people just want to work with me to develop the brand and they're going to execute everything else by either themselves or um, maybe they have a family member that's in marketing or graphic design. And, And I support that as long as we have a system of that brand standard, brand management, brand voice, is then we know whoever is helping has a guideline. Um, and and it's it's totally it's totally freeing, I think, for the business owner if if they have those guides, they're like, okay, this is what I'm doing. This is my map. This is when I do this, this is how often I check this. If I get in a pinch, this is who I call. Um, this these are my colors. And then sometimes if I'm if I'm on a retainer with a client, I will go through and just do an audit from time to time to see how their graphics are looking and giving them some advice. Um, There are a couple of clients that I've been working with recently that we established the brand standard. We have the brand voice. We have the brand guide. Then my job was done end of story. And then somebody else took those pieces and is um, managing the brand and implementing the the pieces and doing the things. And it's not always the vision that I see and and then I create. So the thing is, you're paying for this. You want, you know, that you need it. You know, that you definitely, this is not your ballywig. This is not where you're, you're strong. So you hire a professional, but if you're paying for it, you definitely want to see it implemented and you want to follow those guidelines because you've brought in a professional. Right. Well, here's the other thing. How often do we want to check in on this? So I know there's horror stories because I've seen it myself just as a consultant where, you know, people um, don't remove like old employees from Facebook management and those kinds of things. And how often do we want to check this brand management and make sure that the right people have access to things and that we are actually being consistent in our brand voice? I'm so glad you mentioned this because this actually goes into a whole other conversation that we can have about how to properly set up your business page on Facebook and manage Instagram together. But having a document that itemizes out who's responsible for what and in what role and what they're going to do, if that person leaves, you know to go to that brand management plan 
I would say maybe to answer your question directly, look at it every quarter, right? Because you should be analyzing your business every quarter anyway. And so look at that brand management plan, see who your team is. Are the team members still in their same role? Are they still with your company? Um, Obviously, if you fire somebody or if somebody quits, they immediately need to not have access to any sort of accounts and any shared software needs to have passwords changed. That's just the tech nerd in me coming out. But I think looking at things every quarter should keep a nice pulse on maintaining the brand. So one last thing about the brand management, and you and I have had uh, conversations around this, and some of this came out last year around COVID and around the response certain businesses had um, nationally, even around accusations of masking, not masking, and and the way people were responding online and some of the things that were written, and you're like... I never would have said that. This is so off brand. This is this. And it was crisis communications. Is How do we look at that inside a brand management plan or inside the brand voice? So that's what I would call an emergency response plan. And inside of an emergency response plan, you're going to have included almost like the business management, like who has access to the account, but what do we do if our office is closed? Who's responsible for communicating any changes on our website? Who's responsible for doing this or doing that? Now, as far as being so like businesses that had a specific opinion that maybe had some negative backlash or, you know, that's what the brand voice guide is designed to do. Here's how we respond to things. We respond to negative commentary one time and one time only, or we respond to the negative comment. They respond back. We respond one more time, leading the conversation offline. They keep talking. We know to shut it down. So having those parameters just It sets up your marketing team or your social media management team for success because they already know how to respond. They have a guide. That's why here, there's no questions. Nobody goes rogue. Nobody gets emotionally involved in somebody being, I mean, a keyboard warrior, right? behind. Oh, yes. Yes, for sure. So I ask a few questions of a business when we sit down to talk about brand management and brand voice. And, and some of them are surface level and some of them get a little deeper, but from a, from an immediate standpoint, I'm like, are you a Merry Christmas or are you a happy holiday? Are you a sharer of like Christian post or religious post, whatever your belief system is, or do you stay neutral? Um, do you talk about politics or is it off the table? What, it depends on the business. So we have to have those conversations. So your different people who are helping manage your brand don't share content that aligns with their beliefs, but not the business. Right. Yeah. That has become kind of a hot topic over the last little bit is uh, people, you know, quitting their jobs and burning their employers online. There have been things like that. And, you know, violation of this brand management plan and just from a, a legal aspect, I think if there's a guide in place, there could be repercussions because there's a written guide. If you don't have that, and you're managing your brand as just kind of a guide, like a good idea or just kind of an oral thing, I don't think you would have the same, you know, legal rights um, to go after somebody if they were to try to burn you online using your business. Um, You know, unfortunately, this day and age, we do have to talk about those things because brand reputation is so important. Yes. And to, to, uh, pony up next to that comment, I'm just going to say this. 
social media platforms are a form of free speech. But if you have a guide that you communicate to your new hires and your employees to say, here's how we are handling social media. We don't want you to access your personal social media during the day or, hey, sharing our business post is highly recommended. You know, inviting people to like the page is okay. We are monitoring X, Y, Z. That You have to set the expectation and then make sure it's always great to have a lawyer in your HR department review those things to make sure that it's not, <laughs> not going to get you in further trouble. But you have to have those expectations established because if they do go online and put you on blast, what, what grounds do you have other than to be angry? But if you have a set parameter on, okay, well, we said that if we saw this, this would result in a written warning or the second time that you talk bad about our business online is a, a suspension or whatever those conditions are, because there are tools online guys that will do the social listening for you. You can put in keywords and you can get alerts when certain posts get made or it is so sophisticated these days that I can't believe people actually go online and complain about their employer. <laughs> right. You guys are dumb. <laughs> yeah, but it is, I mean, the, the first step and, you know, again, that's the lawyer and me kind of popping up and going, oh, and by the way, this is a great tool for every small business to have is to have it in writing and to say, this is our brand standard. And, you know, if you don't have this, you may be putting yourself at risk and saying, well, this is what we are. This is just kind of the good idea, especially when you start calling in social media managers and you start bringing in, you know, external people to manage different parts of your online reputation or your print reputation and things. So, Marie, and- this has been an incredible conversation. I know that you are going to be doing some more of this brand standard work and stuff in first quarter, and you will be taking on some new customers who are rebranding. So how can people reach out to you if they're interested in talking more? Well, the cool thing that if you go to my website, www.themarketingjunkie.com and hang out over onto the contact us page, you can schedule a 20 minute discovery call right out of the gate and we can determine what your needs are and if we'd be a good fit and we can go from there. Um, If you just want to follow me online to learn more about my business and my, you know, just my professional insight, I've got a Facebook business page. It's called uh, The Marketing Junkie. It's facebook.com backslash The Marketing Junkie. Uh, Same on Instagram. Um, You can connect with me personally on LinkedIn or follow my business page on LinkedIn. And yeah, email me, marie at themarketingjunkie.com. I'm going to speak specifically to your listeners right now. Everybody that's still hanging out with us, we've talked a lot of different documents here today. So we've talked about brand standards. We've talked about brand management. We've talked about brand voice. We've talked about emergency response. We've talked about employee social media expectations and All of those are available individually, or they can all be packaged together. So your HR department, your owners, your staff all know what their expectations are. And it's great for the marketing departments to have. It's great just to have if you're a solopreneur. So when you're busy doing what you're really good at and what you're in business for, and you realize, oh, I have to post online, you remember what it is that you're doing. 
That's so important. As a solopreneur, I have used the brain guide with the fonts and the voice and the color scheme and everything being all in one place. And it has been insanely helpful. I have it on a clipboard and it's in the office all the time. So I can attest as one of her clients um, that it's an incredibly important document to have in front of you. But Marie, thank you so much again for being willing to come on here and share your expertise. And I'm going to say that she's got an incredible blog as well and some great videos online. So if you're looking for someone to just follow who has some wonderful marketing tips, even if you don't give her a call, go ahead and follow the Marketing Junkie. You're going to love her community. Thank you so much. I can't wait to see you guys all online. All right. Well, thanks again. And I will talk to you all next time on the next episode of the Profit Accelerator Podcast. Take care. Thank you so much for joining me today on this episode of the Profit Accelerator Podcast. If you'd like to learn more and grab some free resources, just head over to entremoneycoach.com and you'll find the links and freebies. Take care. And I can't wait to talk to you again next time on the Profit Accelerator Podcast.